This podcast covers all things health, your body, your brain, and your well-being. Each week, we'll be joined by doctors, as well as the occasional guest, to talk about the health topics that mean the most to you. Intestinal ischemia is a group of conditions in which there is inadequate blood flow to the intestines. This includes ischemic colitis affecting the large intestine and acute and chronic mesenteric ischemia affecting the small intestine. Normally, the intestines are supplied by two main arteries. The superior mesenteric artery, which supplies from the lower duodenum to the distal third of the transverse colon, and the inferior mesenteric artery, which supplies blood to the distal third of the transverse colon down to the superior part of the rectum. The areas located between the coverage of these two arteries are the areas most prone to ischemia, known as watershed areas. They are the splenic flexure, known as the Griffith's point, and the rectosigmoid junction, known as Sudex point. The marginal artery of Drummond is the name given to the network of collaterals formed by the small branches of the mesenteric arteries, which helps to maintain blood supply if there is a blockage of one of the main vessels. The ascending colon is drained into the superior mesenteric vein, as is the transverse colon, and the descending and sigmoid colon are drained into the inferior mesenteric vein, and both of these vessels ultimately lead back to the portal vein going into the liver. Based on where the pathology is, different conditions can arise. As we said, ischemic colitis is the term used to describe ischemia of the colon. Acute mesenteric ischemia for a sudden onset of small intestinal ischemia, coming from an embolus most commonly, but also low perfusion, such as in heart failure, or formation of a thrombus. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least. Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. Chronic mesenteric ischemia, sometimes called intestinal angina, is where there is a buildup of atherosclerosis in the arteries, leading to reduced blood flow over time becoming symptomatic when multiple large arteries are affected. Intestinal ischemia can also occur if there is obstruction in the venous system, 
such as a clot. Blood is unable to drain back properly, leading to increased pressure, giving swelling, poor perfusion and a risk of bleeding. The signs and symptoms depend on the time frame and severity of the occlusion or reduced perfusion. Abdominal pain is the most common finding in around 95% of patients. It is often disproportionate to the examination findings and as the ischemia progresses, the pain becomes more widespread. Nausea and vomiting and diarrhea are also common, while constipation is less common. Rectal bleeding is another potential finding. There can be a sequence to the symptoms, passing from a hyperactive stage with the abdominal pain and bloody stools to a paralytic phase where the pain intensifies and spreads, the bowel motility stops and the patient becomes distended and ultimately the patient can end up in shock. Chronic presentations occur more slowly, often with abdominal pain around 30 minutes following eating, leading to a fear of eating and eventually weight loss. Risk factors for intestinal ischemia include atherosclerosis, older age, smoking, atrial fibrillation, hypercoagulability and chronic organ failure such as heart or kidney failure. A history and physical exam are often suggestive of the diagnosis, especially considering risk factors and findings like disproportionate pain. Lab markers include leukocytosis and a raised lactate. And imaging can include a CT with findings like intramural bowel gas, portal venous gas or free abdominal air suggesting dead bowel. Angiography includes injecting dye into the arteries, which can be therapeutic when combined with vasodilatory medication or surgery. MRI can also be used for angiography, and plain abdominal x-ray is used but is often non-specific. Endoscopy is also another option. The treatment of occlusive intestinal ischemia includes support such as IV fluids, catheterization, oxygen and analgesia, as well as antibiotics and, potentially, blood transfusions may also be necessary. Interventions can be done endovascularly, such as thrombectomy, meaning retrieval of the clot, or balloon angioplasty. Open surgical options include exploratory laparotomy, embolectomy, or a bypass. In cases where the perfusion is low, such as heart failure or sepsis, then treatment of the underlying cause is the main focus and in some cases intra-arterial vasodilation. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.